Welcome to The Real Deal Report, the next level of independent news. All right. Welcome to a live Real Deal Report. Thank you for coming this morning. I'm Dean Ryan. Uh, reporting from the battlefield, clearly, and uh, Mike is reporting from the the Death Star. And, I'm being chased uh, by Star Destroyers. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I got some Star Destroyers on my tail, but so far the Millennium Falcon is outpacing them. Oh, nice. You know, you should stop by that place, uh, that bar in uh, Tatooine. I think it is. That's Tatooine. A nice yeah. 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 That'd be that'd be good. Yeah. So. Yeah. They, they watch out for the bouncers there. But uh, Mike, we have a lot in the news today, and I don't want to waste any time. And in, but before we start, I do want to thank people who joined us on a, what we're calling an epic, uh, after party last night and marathon. there it was a marathon. marathon. It was a, a marathon. And I didn't think it was going to end until we passed down on air with uh, TV's Blake Wally. And it was just, um, <clears throat> it was really heartbreaking, uh, to, to have to leave it because it was amazing. And we reached our goal. And uh, and Kristen Megan's going to join us, I believe. Uh, we're waiting on her. I wouldn't want to start. Says, uh, she says the link's not working for her. Isn't that something? Uh, well, it worked for me. Well, it's working for Mike Barra, uh, Kristen Megan. So uh, why don't you? Why don't we have one of our tech uh, people reach out to you? Uh, our engineer on that. Uh, we have our engineer. Uh, <laughs> TV's Blake, Blake Wally is our engineer. Yeah. yeah, Blake Wally, our engineer. He also works at Fry's Electronics on the weekend. Apparently, uh, sh she should be here. Uh, can we patch you in? I don't know. Why don't we? Why don't you repost the links? She can copy it and paste it into. The you know what? We will post a, a invite link because eventually we would like people here. And but we'll start with the the actual one of the hosts here, and I'll get back to my. Uh, and you yeah, don't do this till the end of the show, but it's the email link. The email link. It's the one I got. I, I clicked on it and then it opened my browser and put me right in. So, well, anyways, but again, I do want to thank everyone. You know, we reached our goal, Mike on the GoFundMe and it is, uh, wow. A moment. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It, it, Blake started crying almost. He was this close and he almost <laughs> hugged me. And oh, I, no, I got, no. like that's against bro code. No hugging. Well, no, no that's against no, not a moment of emotion. No, unless you, your team just won the game or you, you, the birth. Look, there's three times in his life. A man is allowed to cry. All right. Mm -hmm. Number one at the birth of your first son. Okay. Yeah. Number two, if your team wins the Super Bowl, and number three, when Anna Cherie takes her top off, other than that, you're not allowed to cry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, notice how I wasn't on that top three of, uh, you know, when achievements happen with Dean Ryan, you don't go over and hug me. So uh, that was against penal code uh, one through, you know, Bro code. anyways. Bro. So again, thank you everybody. And we will get started here and we'll, you know, Kristen will come in at uh, her, her own accord. So thank you. And here we go. Now, Mike, we, we uh, themed yesterday's last night's show because I just found out about it and we uh, coined the phrase subpoena coladas and let's get right into that. And if you missed last night's show, we'll do a little recap of what we talked about here. And so it starts with this and 
excuse me here. I'm going to show the audience. The subpoena colada is basically subpoenas came down uh, the, the, the alleyway here towards Comey. Uh, also towards Clapper and Brennan. And I thought, uh, Mike, this would have gotten a lot more attention than it really did. So let, let's get right into it, shall we? So here we go. We have uh, Senate. Senate panel approves subpoenas uh, for Spygate figure Stephen Harper, Helper, and 40 others. Now, notice how, by the way, it doesn't mention like the big names in that headline. That's just, uh, you know, that's a little disingenuous in my opinion. So here we go. We have a, uh, a translator there. A Senate committee voted along party lines on Wednesday to, um, you know, by the way, I hate pop-ups and ads. They just really know how to yeah. rub you the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, continuing, they authorized depositions and subpoenas for 41 individuals as part of a review of the Trump-Russia investigation. The vote authorizes Senator Ron Johnson, the Republican chairman of the Homeland Security, to subpoena Stephen Harper, Helper. Yeah. And also, yeah, he served as Crossfire Hurricane and committee approved, blah, 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 35 pieces. See, it doesn't get to the meat of the story. <clears throat> you almost have to have your entire day clear to get to the heart of it. So here, here it is, James Comey. Andrew McCabe, James Baker, Peter Stroke, and Lisa Page. Oh, and there's more. He also is seeking depositions for former CIA director, Dr. Frankenstein himself, John Brennan, and former director of national intelligence, James Clapper. So there you have it. I mean, look, that is uh, the first time, to my knowledge, uh, Mike, that we have had people of that stature just on the same list here. And why don't we throw Kristen Megan? Let's get Kristen's take. And then I'm going to go straight to you, Mike. Uh, Kristen, is that not like game changing information there that now we're, we're, we're throwing uh, subpoena coladas to James Clapper, Comey and, and Brennan? Yeah. Um, I saw this kind of break last night and um, I thought, well, here we go. Is this our October surprise? It's nice to see that this has opened the floodgates to hold all these people accountable for wasting so many resources in this whole attack on Trump. Yeah, that is, I mean, in, in, an attack it was, Mike. I mean, they, they were relentless for, God, two years of just how much taxpayer money? Yeah, uh, over $40 million. Um, and it was, uh, you know, it was all just a hit, a hit job on Donald Trump. He never did anything wrong. Nobody involved with his campaign did. They set up George Papadopoulos. They set up Michael Flynn. They set up a bunch of other people. But again, I, I see this as the other way. This is way past time you know, for this to have happened, should have happened last year, the year before these guys, it's, they're clearly guilty. I think this is another just sham investigation by Lindsey Graham, who is a member. Lindsey Graham said terrible things about Donald Trump. And then when Trump got elected, he kind of played along and we got some judges through. I don't trust Lindsey Graham farther than I can throw him. I'm not sure I'd be particularly upset if he lost his Senate seat. Um, I, I guess having Graham, you know, basically as a lapdog submissive is better than not having than having a Democrat in there. But still, 
Um, I don't trust the guy. And I think this is a setup. I mean, this is way too little, way too late. I don't think any of these guys are going to be prosecuted. They should have had these hearings a year ago, um, at least, as I said. And I just really, uh, I, you know, I don't think that Barr has the guts to prosecute any of these people. And I still don't know which side um, Attorney General Barr, I keep wanting to say Anthony Barr, who's a <laughs> linebacker for the Vikings, by the way. Attorney General William Barr, I just don't trust the guy until he does something. And so far, he's done nothing. And I think this is just another attempt to run the clock out and then Huber will come along and he'll say, well, there were some crimes committed, but not worth prosecuting. And all these deep staters are going to walk. I think that's the plan. That's the setup. And I hope to be pleasantly surprised when that does not happen. But right now that's what I see going on. Well, indeed, uh, indeed, uh, Elton Barr is, uh, you know, on the prowl, as they say. But here's another interesting thing that just happened that was brought to my attention. Uh, we, I want to show you uh, what Blake Wally found before the show today, surprisingly, is he found this clip of Newt Gingrich literally, not figuratively, on uh, Fox News, what it seems to be, calling out George Soros and a, a daring move on his part. And I don't want to give it away, although I like spoiling things. Let me just allow you to watch on your own accord here. Uh, if I knew how to work things, check this out, guys. Okay, that's totally not it. And Blake Wally, I'm uh, definitely, um, in fact, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. There's so many ads and they're probably going to shut down the stream again. Yeah, I see it. Thank you. Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I'm not that blind. Or right, here it is. Check this out. Okay, this is Newt Gingrich on our uh, favorite Fox News that used to be a news station until Paul Ryan came. Check this out. Pro-criminal and overwhelmingly elected with George Soros' money, and they're a major cause of the violence we're seeing because they keep putting the violent criminals back on the street. I'm not sure we need to bring George Soros into this. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, get the last word. He paid, uh, he, he, he paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions of dollars? I agree with that. Your service doesn't need to be a part of the conversation. Oh, oh, oh. oh wow. Okay. <laughs> so it's verbal. All right. Well, would you look at that? How? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's as awkward as me trying to get there, too. Okay, we're going to move on from that, guys. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring up George Soros there. Uh, I, I don't like talking about him. I want to leave him alone. Uh, Christian, isn't it about time we, we start calling out these uh, p political hack job whores at uh, Fox News who uh, want to protect George Soros and his family? Yeah, and, you know, I was actually shocked when I saw that because kudos to Newt for kind of growing a pair of balls because I met him several years ago in my Ron Paul shirt, and he's been a bit of a snake but I think Trump has kind of unveiled his ability to kind of be fringe. And the fact that Fox News, who should be bashing what's going on by the left, censored him. And um, kudos to him also for using verboten. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, kind of I a mean, big word for me. I, I had to look that up. also means that there's credible, credible evidence that he is behind funding a lot of these, like, violence and ravaging around this country, burning down buildings. I mean, this... Actually, they did him a favor. I think the fact that they censored this and cut the feed shows that someone's controlling the narrative, even for Fox. And um, yeah, it's got us people like us talking about it. Uh, 
Mike, isn't it time we just lay off George Soros and uh, just give it a rest here? Come on. It's time we, yeah, it's time we put him in a, a, a jail cell in Quantico and laid off of him for the next 30 or 40 years until he, he's gone. Um, yeah, again, this just shows you again that, that all, all the major news media is absolutely controlled. There's only a half a dozen maybe, um, you know, fair-minded, potentially pro-Trump people left at Fox News, Ingram, Hannity, um, you know, uh, Greg Jarrett maybe, um, <clears throat> Tucker Carlson, everybody else is anti-Trump, never Trumpers, Lou Dobbs, maybe. So it's become really pathetic. And it, it's absolutely part of this, this takeover of the mainstream media by the far left and the deep state. And, you know, when I see stuff, when people talking about how no matter what the results say on election night, all the major news networks, including Fox, are going to declare Joe Biden a winner. When I hear those reports, it gets more credible every day. So how you cannot discuss George Soros, who did finance all of these local prosecutors and lieutenant governors, he financed their campaigns to get them in these states, in these positions of power. Um, and it just, to me, it just shows you, look, you cannot afford to vote for any Democrat at any level for any office, office all the way down to dog catcher, because if you do, your life is going to be in danger, as we've seen in the last couple of months. These people were put in place to do exactly what they're doing, which is to help the rioters, the looters and the murderers and, and to, to basically help destroy the fabric of American society. So, yeah, we have to push back. And the fact that George Soros cannot be spoken about on Fox News, it's, it's as bad as the Seth Rich thing. You can't say the word Seth Rich on Fox News anywhere. So oh, it's, oh no, oh no. Yeah, because and there is no alternative media outlet now um <clears throat> to the mainstream media propaganda except maybe the real deal report. That's true. And and Kristen, I do agree with you uh that I never thought I would be praising Newt Gingrich, the uh the honorary uh grand marshal of the Bohemian Grove of just completely getting trampled on by by uh, what's her name? Ferris Hockner or Harris Faulkner? Yeah. yeah. Uh, F me Harris, something like that. And my God, I, I mean, if can you imagine if they defended uh, Trump as much and <clears throat> as vigorous as they defend George Soros? Dear God. So, I mean, anyways, but I do want to bring this up too. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard and uh, we, we actually had the story and you know, uh, lo and behold, uh, the computer crashed earlier for some odd reason. But uh, we spoke about this last night, guys. This is very interesting. The DOD came out yesterday and stated that Russia and China have weaponized their satellites and they're using directed energy weapons on this country. And I want to go to that. Let me just uh, ask Mike while I get this story, while I go fishing for it. Mike. Uh, what are DEWs slash directed energy weapons for people who may not know exactly what that may or may not be? A directed energy weapon is a weapon that utilizes something out of like Star Trek, a phaser beam, a laser beam, a particle beam. A particle beam is a weapon that has an impact. You can be used uh, very high powered lasers to heat up a specific area of a target. That's how you can start, you know, forest fires. Although I tend to think most of the forest fires are matches and blow torches. But this stuff can be done. It can be used to knock out enemy satellites. It's been discussed for um, for many, many years. Yeah, that's no moon. Um, it's been discussed for decades. There have been books written about, you know, anti-ballistic missile satellite warfare in the skies above the uh, the planet. And there are actually some, some very interesting, credible 
photographs taken from telescopes of the, from the ground of these massive weapon platforms that have been out there for over a decade now that people have said, oh, that can't be real stuff. It's not really in orbit, yet they are up there. So I think that this is a definite um, signature sign by the DOD that, you know, hey, this stuff is going on. It is something we have to be concerned about. And um, absolutely, I think we, we are seeing the, the reason for the birth of the Space Force is we're going to have to fight up there in space. And remember, a single EMP pulse could knock out most of the U.S.'s uh, infrastructure, electronic infrastructure in, in one swell foop, as they say. Well, that's a great segue to uh, this story of directed energy weapons. Uh, Kristen, check this out. Uh, I know you're a big fan of uh, science fiction movies. You're going to be uh, in for something. And I would say uh, that a lot of those movies, science fiction, if you will, uh, when we look back at those, uh, Kristen, while I go fetch the story here, they might have been trying to tell us something, whoever they may be, warn us, condition us to this new normal of the fact that we're talking about directed energy weapons, like we're in a, a Spaceballs 2 sequel. Uh, it's beyond me. So check this out. I want to get Kristen's uh, take on it. Here we go. Secretary of Defense. Esper, uh, direct energy weapons used by China and Russia. Check that out. I always thought they were red, uh, blue beams, or beams in general, but they're blue. So here it says, the American public's fascination with Star Wars technology has been captured once more as the Defense Secretary Esper confirms that DEWs are being used by China, Russia, but China and Russia have nothing on America when it comes to cyber warfare. Had to put that little dig in there. Uh, Americans knew more than 30 years ago that Russia was lagging behind global military. So here it is. Why don't we just play the clip and uh, have the good uh, doctor here say something. Esper. And if you guys can't hear this, you just let me know and we'll get our tech engineer on it. Meanwhile, in space, Moscow and Beijing have turned a once peaceful arena into a warfighting domain. They have weaponized space through killer satellites, directed energy weapons, and more in an effort to exploit our systems and chip away at our military advantage. We can't hear you, buddy. Yeah. You know, I, I went on a tirade. I'm glad you didn't hear that. Uh, that was insane. What I just said, uh, Kristen, you, you, you've been in uh, the, the air force and you know, there was a lot of uh, talk that, they're phasing the Air Force out and then phasing it into and, and bringing to light the Space Force. Uh, can you talk about some of maybe if, what you can talk about, the transitions the Air Force were going into this new era where now we're talking about, you know, Star Wars and and, and beams and, and all these new weapons. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. Um, first off, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but... Um, one of my credentials is that I'm a radiation safety officer and a laser safety officer. So I know all about this. And I'm actually surprised it's taken this long to come to the forefront because, I mean, we've been using lasers since like, I think right before the 1940s. And I saw in the article that said that Russia's behind, they're actually not. Russia and the UK have been using direct energy weapons and using lasers for years, at least the last 10 to 15 years. And what I've seen um, in a lot of things in, in my correspondence dealing with radiation and laser safety is that there is goals in the next few years to have these attached to vehicles and other combat systems 
So, you know, everyone's worried about 5G, and I'm over here for the past years directly worrying about DEUs. And, I mean, you have countries that have, like, the Helio system and dragon fire throughout history. And this is very scary, and it's very dangerous because, yes, again, in sci-fi, we see people just, like, dissipate and obliterate themselves. Um, but, yeah, I mean, <laughs> lightsabers aside, this is a serious threat, and this is exactly why we should be more worried about this than we are so much about nuclear weapons. Mike, uh, you know, is that true? I, I think this is the new warfare. You know, we talk about uh, nuclear weapons all the time. We're always focused on dumping them and stuff. Uh, now, just, you know, in, in closing, if you could describe how important is this Space Force disclosure that's happened and Indeed, like, you know, Mike Adams said in that space, uh, late night update we did a few weeks ago, are we indeed really just in a massive war in space? Is that what we're really fighting? Well, I don't know that we're in it yet, but we're getting very close to it. If we're not, I mean, the development of weapons like, you know, we're, we're developing the Starfleet. That's what that's what Space Force is all about. And it's going to use you know, directed energy weapons, particle beams are basically kinetic energy. They're electromagnetic charge particles that hit, hit with a slam impact. Lasers, of course, generate heat. If you can actually meld the two together and get the frequencies to work in resonance rather than fighting each other, you have the Star Trek phaser, literally, where you can just vaporize things out of existence. And this stuff is being worked on, you know, 200 years ahead of the curve. But uh, for the TV show, but the bottom line is, yeah, that's what's coming. That's what we're facing. That's what we have to deal with. And uh, space assets that we have and that we're so dependent on, like GPS and things, you know, I don't know. I I might uh, I might get a Thomas guide as a backup because I don't know. You know, GPS is probably one of the first things that uh, China or Russia would take down in an open conflict. And I think more so China is what we have to worry about right now than Russia. But still, they're both adversaries and they both have sophisticated space technology and we're going to have to fight them up there at some point that's right that's right and uh okay so the, anyways i'll deal with you later thank you uh that we had a a little break up there by the way i didn't need to be the gunner's wife to read your lips on that one dean Oh, oh, was that not not playing? Okay. Anyways, yeah. uh, let me continue anyway. here. Uh, excuse me. We'll bring Christian in. Uh, these Uber Eat people, you know, Postmates never order during the show. All right, here we go. We're going to go. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We're going to go to uh, this thing is crazy. This next one, this next story is in COVID-19. We're going to go to Coronapalooza. Uh, emails from the Nashville mayor's office, disturbing revelation. Check this out. Uh, uh, Mike Cernovich found this. We're going to try to play this video if uh, they don't throw me off here. But first, uh, an ad from our sponsor. While they play this, I'll, I'll start reading here. Um, it says Nashville. Got you know, I, I want to sue all these ads that just uh, fill my life. Oh, here we go. Breaking tonight, coronavirus cases at Nashville bars and restaurants may have been so low, so low, the mayor's office and the Metro Health Department decided to keep it a secret. 
Emails between the mayor's senior advisor and the health department reveal only a partial picture, but what is in them is disturbing. Fox 17 News' Dennis Ferrier has the story. The discussion involves the low number of COVID-19 cases coming out of bars and restaurants and most disturbingly, how to keep it from the public. On June 30th, contact tracing was giving a small view of coronavirus clusters. Construction and nursing homes causing problems, more than a thousand cases traced to each category. But bars and restaurants, a total of just 22 cases. Leslie Waller from the health department asked, quote, this isn't going to be publicly released, right? Just info for mayor's office? Isn't that correct? Not, Not for, for public, public consumption, consumption, answers the mayor's senior advisor, Benjamin Eagles. One month later, the health department is asked point blank about the rumor that there are only 80 cases traced to bars and restaurants. Tennessean reporter Nate Rao asks, quote, The figure you gave of more than 80 does lead to a natural question if there have been over 20,000 positive cases of COVID-19 in Davidson and only 80 or so are traced to restaurants and bars. Doesn't that mean restaurants and bars aren't a very big problem? Metro Health Department spokesman Brian Todd asks five Metro Health Department officials the question, please advise how you recommend I respond. The name at the top of the response is clipped off, but you may find the answer unacceptable. Quote, my two cents, we have certainly refused to give counts per bar because those numbers are low per site. We could still release the total, though, and then a response to the over 80 could be, quote, because that number is increasing all the time and we don't want to say a specific number. Neither the health department or the mayor's office would confirm the authenticity of the emails. But Councilman Steve Glover asked a Metro staff attorney to inquire. Here's the official answer. I was able to get verification from the mayor's office and the Department of Health that these emails are real, answered the staff attorney. Glover says this adds up to a cover-up. They're fabricating information. They've blown their entire credibility now, Dennis. It's gone. Okay, I'm, I'm going to stop it right there. Uh, I've heard about enough of uh, that guy. You know, uh, Christian, I want to bring you in here. Uh, doesn't this... Uh, Here's the spin, okay? Uh, doesn't this really show a concern about email safety from cyber uh, attacks that Russia is doing to release this false information? Right, but I have to say this. This is something I've heard nobody else talk about. So I, throughout my whole career, I've worked in emergency response, responding to like chemical spills, things like that. I fully believe that the public health personnel and these small town or big town mayors and government officials who've never had like their own 9-11, I think they get a high off this. I think that they get some sort of like, I'm important. And it's no different than when I used to have emergency responses. I didn't further a chemical spill, but it's kind of exciting because it's, it's everything you train for. And I think that's why all these numbers are crap. I think that the cover-up to continue to scare the public continues to fuel their own egos of how important they are and the power that they have. I think this is a huge personality disorder we have over here by the mayor. Um, this is unacceptable. Mike, this is really coming across as something that's uh, really unacceptable at this point and kind of stupid, silly, and just uh, really insulting my intelligence at this point. Uh, let me just ask, Mike, how do we deal with these people now that all this is coming to light and we're finding out you know, that the Easter Bunny is not real? 
And Mike, uh, I, I believe you're on. We room. have a we have a revolution. We have a revolution, and we remove them from office physically if necessary, and put new people in their place, and hold new elections because these people have completely violated whatever oaths they took to serve the people of their community. They have lied to these people. They have shut down businesses for no reason. There is no health concern here whatsoever from this fake COVID pandemic. There never was. We told you that from the beginning. As soon as we figured it out about March, that this whole thing was a fake virus and not nearly as effective as they thought it was. The, the media have played this um, game to try to keep economy shut down. Let's face it, to try to damage the re-election of President Trump. That's the ultimate goal behind all of this. And Kristen's right. There's also the local power trip that these guys get on and they want to manipulate and control people. And it's like, oh, well, sweetie, if you really want to go to a bar this weekend, talk to me and maybe I'll, maybe I'll open one up for you. That's really literally what's going on these, guys, these these mayors and and bureaucrats are acting like like they're the uh, dj at a strip club like oh well if you want me to play the right song for you and you know, let your tip out go then hey guess what you're, you know you're gonna have to do me a favor that's what's going on it's sick it's disgusting it's wrong it's a lie there's no reason for any of these bars and restaurants to be closed and if you really have a health concern guess what Make make piles and piles of Qsertin or hydroxychloroquine, which are cheap, available, and tell anybody, hey, you can come to the bar. Just we recommend you take some zinc and you take this Qsertin or you take this HCQ and then drink as much as you want, make out as much as you want with the opposite sex and have some fun. Yeah, that, that that's uh, definitely uh, eye opening. You know, I didn't have a moment to. Uh, we, we had this story before the great crash happened this morning, and uh, you'll be happy to know, Mike, since you did bring up the the hydroxy, that now Nevada, if you recall that story of Sisolak, the governor, remember he said, uh, "Well, we need to stop hoarding and stop taking uh, uh, hydroxychloroquine," and then. Famously, he got caught hoarding it himself to sell it on a black market from, you know, the, the back of his truck in some uh, parking lot somewhere like a, uh, you know, like a like a Adderall dispenser. And, yeah. Well, now get this. And I, we're seeing this in other states. This is big news, actually. Uh, hospitals quietly in, in the midst of the midnight are now ushering back in. Shocker. Hydroxychloroquine. Slowly but surely. Yeah. So yeah. Well, yeah, I did notice that yesterday. And by the way, somebody's asking, this is the cloud city of Bespin behind me. I've now moved oh, there. I've been chased by the empire, but I'm in a, in a refuge where they can't get me. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the, the development in Nevada is very much under the table. Um, but I think that these governors, these Democrat governors are under extreme pressure now to start letting people have access to this stuff. And really what you're seeing is you're seeing the COVID narrative fall apart. I mean, Joe Biden keeps pushing on COVID and it doesn't seem to be getting him anywhere. So, uh, you know, I think really that as these states um, open up and, and sort of succumb to the pressure, you're going to see more and more that people will acknowledge that there are excellent therapeutic treatments for this and any other respiratory disease. And that's going to be the ultimate benefit of this whole fake COVID pandemic is going to be the fact that we're going to discover and, and use in a widespread fashion, things like Qsertin and hydroxychloroquine and zinc and vitamins D and C. We're going to find out just how effective they are in fighting all respiratory viruses, not just this one. Yeah. And yeah. I think, that, I think that, you know, the common cold is going to become a very minor thing in the future in the flu. I think we're going to be able to basically 
cure these things with all the developments and studies and tests that we're doing on this uh, this now. So ultimately, it may have a benefit to the human race. That's a very good point, Mike. And, uh, you know, we might be seeing the last days of the flu, the common cold. Hell, even mono. Mono might be out. I mean, I mean, that's what I used to hear about all the time. But uh, we're coming up on a hard break. Thank God for uh, some reasons in the tech here we're going to fix with our Fry's Electronics guy here. Uh, but we're going to take a hard break, everybody. And uh, we'll be right back. But check uh, out the store now. A lot of people, too, real quick, have said they love this hat. Uh, where, where can we get one? Uh, where can we get maybe you like this shirt? Well, you might be seeing, hint, hint, these in the store coming up very, very soon in the next several weeks as we go into the Christmas season. These will make great stocking stuffers, uh, provided we have a Christmas this year. So we're going to take a quick break, guys, and uh, we'll see you back after these messages. We'll see you soon. You're listening to The Real Deal Report. Please visit our website at realdealmedia.com. Well, we're back from that quick break uh, again you, you go to the uh you go to the realdealmedia.com forward slash shop for all your shopping needs you know Kristen, why go to tj maxx when you just come to our store and get all the best shirts out there you know you, all those shirts come from wuhan anyways hell why go to nordstrom's why go to macy's they use that demonic satanic star when you know everything's american made right here come to real deal media dot com forward slash shop and you know i know mike feels the same way but i do want to bring in a uh familiar face to the show and uh blake wally has some uh not only information on the store but some other uh intel that he was trying to uh breathe down my neck during the show earlier if you saw that mishap so uh what blake why don't i bring you in here for your little audition this is your moment to shine and uh go, go ahead, ahead. Do it. i just wanted to add a detail I see. I don't know if we're uh, echoing there. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Yeah, because we were talking about the, uh, the uh, direct energy weapons and, and space. I just wanted to mention that uh, maybe people have uh, learned nothing from the uh, tragedy of Alderaan with Princess Leia. I was just uh, trying to throw that little uh, extra. I was trying to give it to you. But uh, anyway, I'm yeah. sorry for uh, shouting it, but I just wanted to uh, yeah, mention that while we were rolling with it. Yeah, so it was just rolling with the Star Wars theme. That's all. But that's uh, that, that was uh, all I've got. Well, um, so glad I brought you in there, and I, I have you on mute. I have you on mute. Okay, Let's see, uh, everyone else on. Uh, thanks for that enlightening moment of uh, clarity. Uh, well, there we go. Uh, so, anyways, let's just move on from that uh, little break there that we can never get back those few moments. So this next story guys is something that was brought to our attention from our very own Casey Jones, who you've seen on the show and probably you've seen her. Uh, well, Mike, are you still in? Uh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, I, that was, uh, uh, I actually uh, mentioned, I mentioned well, you're still, uh, I think I you had your mic uh, muted there in Alderaan. I no, can no, hear I, him. Anyways, <laughs> I mentioned, uh, I mentioned. Let's Anna. just go to what I was originally trying to do. Okay, I just was uh, way. I, I mentioned so just one three earlier. Right? Mute and he has no idea. No, I'm not. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, so anyway, I'm literally not on mute. 
I'm literally not on. Uh, mute. Everyone's on mute. Is everyone on mute? Am I the only one who's not on mute? Uh, wonderful. Can anyone hear me at all? Yes. Is this yes. still a show? I have no idea. Yes. Unfortunately, we can hear you. You've muted us. We have no idea. Oh, oh, oh I'm on mute. No, no, no. You, you muted us. Oh, I did. I okay. did. So I you know. I, just I think wanna... I'm going to. Um, uh, we can hear you. Myself. Yeah, I'll check myself in the rehab. That'll be my excuse, and uh, and I'll learn to do a better job. I'll my publicist cover that. Uh, well, I, I just you know, wanted to mention that I I'd mentioned Anna Cherie earlier, so I just gave you a quick look at who that is, dressed as Darth know, Vader, I, because I, I am being chased by Darth Vader, and I'm about to surrender uh, to her. So yeah. Anyway, just be careful with Lando. Oh, oh there, there's that wonderful that voice. Disembodied uh, voice of Blake Wally. All right. Yeah, it just you know, it just haunts you throughout the day. It's amazing how that is. It's like, uh, anyways. Okay, so here it is. Check this out. Where I was getting to, uh, you know, we covered this story, Mike. Here's the setup: is uh, the salon owner, or the salon rather, uh, that quote set up nervous Nancy, crazy Nancy Pelosi, or Gavin Newsom's auntie. Uh, their owner. Their, their necks of kin or whatever, they got jumped by by Antifa. Did you hear about this story? Check this out. This is something. Here we have, well, you probably can't read that, but I'll read it for you. It says, uh, oh, Erica, the salon owner, she says, OMG, which means, uh, oh, my God, just got the phone call. My uncle who runs the salon was jumped and attacked he suffered a concussion and broken jaw. Antifa got to him. It was over the released video of Pelosi. Well, my God. You know, uh, Mike, I'm going to bring you in real quick because I know uh, you understand how Antifa works. Is uh, You know, Antifa seems to be uh, uh, defending Pelosi the same way Ferris Hockner uh, defends George Soros. Uh, why is it that Antifa would defend Pelosi when you would think that Pelosi represents the establishment. Well, they're they're in bed together. I mean, the bottom line is if you if you support Democrats, you're also supporting Black Lives Matter and their paramilitary arm, which is Antifa. So, I mean, clearly there's revenge for being taken for hurting a Democrat political uh, politically. Um, and, you know, that's that just shows you that there is a direct connection between the Democratic Party and Antifa and Black Lives Matter, the people that are creating the looting, the riots, the murder, it's all connected. It's all part of the same very, very uh, sick criminal cabal that exists. And it just it just proves out the fact that they were attacked proves out that these things are all connected. Antifa are not some sort of separate organization that just happens to sort of align with Democrats. They are Democrats. That's where they got their start is through the Democrat Party. That's probably who's funding them. George Soros is behind it. And that's why Fox News doesn't want people to talk about it. They, they don't want to help President Trump. They don't want to support the reality of what's going on or have people figure out the truth. So uh, to me, uh, you know, again, buy guns, buy ammo, protect yourself at all times. And don't assume that just because things have been quiet for a couple of weeks that you're out of the woods. Antifa is going to come after you if you try to stand up for America or American values. There's no, there's no way around that. 
That, that, that is interesting, Mike. Uh, Chris, I want to bring you in here. Uh, you know, clearly, I don't know if Mike knows that uh, Antifa is really just anti-fascist uh, from what we're being told. Uh, is he wrong on his assessment or is he spot on like uh, he claims to be? Um, he is spot on. And I just want to add that the fact, you know, you raised the question, shouldn't they kind of be anti-Pelosi? But what happens is, is it doesn't matter who they're supporting. They will go against anyone who had any sort of affiliation with the right, whether she was on the right uh, wing media, they're going to go after you. And this is why they're a gang. They're a gang. They're a cult because you are just blindly trashing, attacking people when we heard that she's not like did not maliciously release this video. And she and now her, her extended family member has been attacked over it. This is like I said, we already know they're a terrorist organization, but this goes further. This is a cult. This is an insane mindset that anyone who somewhat gives any sort of information or favoritism to the right, like giving um, media interviews. Yep, you're done. Well, and too, uh, uh, Christian, uh, I, I noticed yesterday you did uh, have me jump into a Twitter war you got in with, with what seemed to be like a a uh, kind of a, a demonic goblin uh, Joker looking Adderall character. And uh, so, you know, I can't turn a good uh, invitation down, but I noticed they're always in their descriptions and Mike, I'll bring Mike cause Mike might know this too, uh, is that, you know, they're always anti-fascist, anti-racist, anti, then they support. Oh, we're pro-choice. We're not pro-murder. We're pro-choice, right? We're, oh, but they're, they're, the only thing they're for is pro-choice, which we, now we know is like pro-organ uh, harvesting and money laundering. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they're, but then they're anti-science too, because then they're pro-fake science. So uh, Kristen, talk about that too, because I thought that was interesting what you got me involved in against my will, but I surely accepted it. So uh, talk about how they're anti all these things, but then mysteriously, miraculously, they're, they're, they're pro-mask, like a bunch of lemming uh, conformist. It's, it's so hypocritical. It's so hilarious. They don't even know what they're mad at. So it all started because, <clears throat> pardon me, I was responding to um, a New York Post tweet about the, the flash mob of demasking inside of Target, which had millions of views. I think like 14 million retweets. But anyway, I was just saying, you know, I support this because... People need to stand up against these masks, as you both know, like they are not protected to, they're not rated to protect us against a virus. And actually, not only do they not protect us against a virus, but they can further the spread because of the microorganisms in the mask, failure to utilize them, everything. And I cited all the science from the American Industrial Hygiene Association. I even cited the government in the old uh, Fauci video where he said, don't wear the mask unless you're sick. So it all started and everyone's responses were, you're a effing idiot. You're this, you're that. And I was always like, thank you for your intellectual response. Thank you for your scientific data. They don't even know why they're mad. I think the issue is, is again, it's political for a lot of people, the mask issue. But for me, it's not. Again, not a member of left or right. I'm science. And my career field says masks like these do nothing but harm. And so they assume you're a member of the right or the left or whatever. And again, they just attack any opposition, no matter what the science says, no matter the stance, laws, nothing. It doesn't matter to them. They just attack any ideology that does not align with the left. Right, right, right. That is interesting. Uh, my clearly, uh, Kristen is a member of the right, the way she's talking. And uh, we should note that. So uh, continuing real quick, because we're running out of time. Oh, my, Mike, watch your back to yeah, some, uh, something, creeper. something going on over there. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know who you have as house guest over currently, but that is disturbing, uh, you know, but real quick, because we are running out of time and I know uh, Blake is uh, chomping at the seams here to, to, uh, uh, okay, thank you for that. That was, I, again, you're full of enlightenment. So check this out. Election 2020 is coming, is here. Uh, but, but oddly enough, as someone said, Baba Boo, you're damn right, Christian Helwig. That is a Baba Booey move if I've ever seen one. Check this out. This is, a, a, you know, Mike, we, we're never, uh, they're never adult moment. No, they, but I was going to just tag on what Christian, Christian said. The reason they're so angry is because they're scared. This scares them. They're so stupid. They believe all this nonsense about COVID. Most people don't have the background. They don't have the knowledge. They don't have the intellect to go through and make some informed decisions. You know, as an engineer, I know how to read a graph. And right away when I was reading the graphs on the deaths and the hospitalizations, I knew something was up. I knew something was fake and phony. So I wasn't really ever very scared of this thing, um, of this coronavirus. Other people aren't like that. They're just playing dumb. And because they're dumb, they believe everything they see on the press and the media. And as a result, they, they're they afraid. They're very afraid that they're going to catch this deadly disease, which, you know, 99.99% of the people who get it survive. So that's why the mask, that's why the anger for the masks. Uh, the so masks. real quick, guys, I, I do want to uh, just, I'm going to rush through some story. Maybe I'll come back to it, but I do want to say this, uh, you know, the timing of it is just the, the, it's impeccable. Now we have a woman who's a former model who's saying, Oh, oh Donald Trump. Uh, I, let me give you uh, the, let me give you her name. Uh, it's uh, Amy Doris. I'm sure uh, she's in on somebody's locker room somewhere. A poster that is. Yeah, she's claiming, oh, Donald Trump sexually uh, assaulted me, oh, not last week, not last month, or actually not even 10, 20 uh, years ago. In 1997, he sexually assaulted me, but <laughs> somehow I didn't remember it until uh, the election came near for uh, 2020. So yeah. that is uh, begs the question of how much did she get paid? But uh, we do have international news coming up. But guys, we're going to take a, a little second here. I want to bring in a next guest for about a minute or two because many of people have said or have discovered us through you know child lives matter and if you recall we did that little campaign there and teamed up with some really cool people not not too long ago but for all i know it could have been months ago i mean just time flies but i want to bring the one of the masterminds behind that in guys i'm going to come back to you Kristen, mike here and i want to give her a proper intro uh this is a, a not just friend of the show, but also a an extended team member. Uh, you may have been the realdealmedia.com. She set up the entire thing. Uh, she she is a real, uh, I want to say, not protege, but an intelligentsia of this entire operation. And I've known her for a long time. She's our webmaster. She's a marketing manager, a real deal marketing manager. Her name is Bethany. Bethany, I want to bring you in here. Uh, because you've got something really cool coming up this weekend, and, and I think it's uh, fair to promote it, and I know you want to talk about it, but so why don't you tell us about it uh, while we have you on here? Welcome to the program. Hello, the famous <clears throat> Real Deal Report. Hey, guys. Um, so, yeah, so we have been doing the Child Lives Matter marches in Hollywood for the past few months, um, and we've met with a lot of really great success and a lot of also challenges. Um, a lot of disinformation agents out there trying to hijack the movement, but it's been a really, really great overall experience to see this worldwide 
awakening to the problem of uh, rampant pedophilia and um, the commodification of children used as the currency of the elites to continue to perpetuate um, their corruption um, and their power. So the goal of Child Lives Matter is to raise awareness and we eventually also want to get into um, legal uh, work, like activism, actual legal, um, if anybody out there knows of any constitutional lawyers that, you know, or, or any attorneys that would be interested in partnering with us, um, we're open to partnering with all kinds of organizations to combat child trafficking and awareness and also seeking ways that where we can empower people to actually do something about it and not just have these marches. Although these marches have played a critical role in raising awareness um, with so many, with millions of people at this point. So just to give a backstory, um, I had made friends with a, a guy on Instagram and he posted, um, my friend uh, Eric, I posted, we should do marches in Hollywood. And I was like, done. And uh, my background is as, as a designer and, um, and in film. So I quickly, you know, uh, wrote up a, or designed a quick flyer, sent it to a handful of accounts. And next thing we knew, it went viral. And, you know, um, Real Deal Media, we use that as a platform to also help us we launched at the same time as we were also promoting this new march and had no idea it went viral. Um, someone else took it and, and repurposed it and, and shared it and, and it just continued to, to amass awareness. And I was hoping for 10 people, not realizing that the day of we had like a thousand people, over a thousand people show up. Um, well, let me just say uh, it was more than 10 people uh, from my count. It was like, you know, I think I stopped counting after 100 because I really can't count past that but usually uh with these marches and i want to bring in maybe uh mike who was uh here when this all went down and he might have a question i'm sure he's never uh lost for words but uh mike if you recall remember how big that was it really brought in a lot of traffic not just to us but it brought an attention to just how dire that that whole hollywood industrial complex is as is just a farm of uh just a a a hellhole for children. I mean, you've lived in LA, Mike. I just want to throw Mike in here. Yeah, um, I I have, and I know people at work as in you know at some of the larger talent agencies. And I would say I think so and so is a pedo, and she'd go, "Oh yeah, he is." And they would talk about some of the things that they were asked to do for some of these people and the parties, and that you know as we were doing the party scene in LA, I would meet various you know actresses like she who shall not be named and they a lot of them would tell us her. like go ahead and name her go ahead yeah no it's okay okay uh, yeah paul paul joseph watson and drag um and and um you know they would tell me these stories of these parties and the sick things that would go on there and um the the children being exploited and you know um so yeah, I, I know I know it exists and I mean again I think if this ever comes out if Hollywood is ever truly exposed you're going to be, you know, we, we're having a lot of fun with Star Wars today. Um, look, anybody who every single one of their movies features little kids, you got to be suspicious of that because adults simply aren't that interested in little kids unless they have an issue. That That's true, uh, Mike. I, I do hate children's movies. You are right on for that. But uh, Bethany, we're kind of short on time. Tell us uh, real quick, uh, how can we follow you? How can we find you? Uh, we have one of your fans here on Instagram, childlivesmatter.march. Uh, tell us the best way to follow uh, what you're doing so, and uh, when the next event is and just the quick deets while we have about a minute left here. 
So yeah, so um, it's going to be this Saturday is our next march. We we marched on CNN the uh, first march, and that was on a Friday. So we got their attention, didn't get covered with uh, press coverage, and then last march was on a Saturday. So um, they boarded up the entire building, so we couldn't enter. And uh, this time we're marching on Netflix and Viacom, and Viacom owns um, Paramount, uh, the CW, Nickelodeon, MTV, Comedy Central, and all these huge. Uh, companies and so we're going to be marching on them uh, this Saturday at 10 a.m. Um, and we are also going to be collecting donations for for um, canned goods and food and uh, and clothing, uh, gently used clothing for children. Um, and we're on our upcoming events. We're going to have um, we're going to have some uh, self defense instructors teaching children how to defend themselves. We're going to start working with law enforcement. We've got um, an, a former OC sheriff who's open to doing a, a workshop with us so that we can kind of just create actual, real, tactical, practical solutions nice. to combat child trafficking. Um, and so we're gonna continue to partner with Real Deal Media. It, it took on a whole life of its own that um, we wound up having to to focus on that as a separate account, but we're still doing lots of uh, cross promotion and stuff. So. It's yeah, that, that that's definitely true. And I've had people say, uh, you know, you know, coming to me like I put, you know, on the mastermind and, you know, as much as love to take credit for it, you know, I, I, I say, no, not exactly. I'm uh, one of the I'm like the bass player. I, I didn't write the song. I didn't start the band, but I, you know, I know how to keep the groove a little bit. So, but Bethany, we're kind of short for time today. I want to thank you for coming on. And also too, check out the uh, Real Deal Media Instagram uh, that that Bethany runs. I chime in occasionally. Uh, I'm just so busy, uh, you know me, jet setting around the world. But uh, check that out because I'm sure we we're gonna put flyers up there. Child Lives Matters on Instagram as well as you see right there from a a slightly salty individual. And uh, so thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for helping this operation be a thing. And uh, we're gonna have you back on uh, next week to uh, for the post game, uh, you know, information on how it went this weekend. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so so check out our Instagram and our, uh, our website, and we'll have the latest updates. Awesome. Thank you, Bethany. Well, you just never know who is at the uh, door here, Kristen Megan, who is uh, showing up and uh, wanting to hang out here with things they're doing that is awesome. I think that shows, Mike and, and Kristen, uh, that just how powerful – this little operation has become in the sense that you, it's just an idea you put out there of how to make some change. And it just spreads like wildfire or like uh, uh, directed energy weapons spread wildfires, as we're now finding out. And as a Mike, you have like somebody that crashed into your living room. Yeah, I, I shot, managed to shoot the Star Destroyer down. I don't oh, know if there is in there, but yeah, I'm going to go over and check out the wreckage. In a, in a Man, Mike is a true Jedi, Kristen Megan. Uh, so real quick, uh, I, I'm just, I'm not even going to show these stories because we want to take some calls from people and we'll put that out there. And I know Blake Wally has some fan mail to get to. We're trying to keep this operation tight and uh, swift. If you do want to call in, you got something quick to say, here is the link. Uh, but real quick, I will say some of the other things. So we know Donald Trump's getting accused, timeline uh, enough uh, to, with that woman, uh, alleged model, what's her name? Amy Doris. But I just want to say Barbados has now in international news, Barbados has removed the Queen Elizabeth's name, pictures, every, all her relics from that country. 
Well, maybe jo jo Joseph yeah. Gregory Hallett will become the uh, will be or whatever his name is will will become the new king. Who knows what's going on there? Well, you know, it doesn't even matter anymore, Mike, because we won't be invited to that party, and I'm that I'm really regretful of. I was yeah. really looking forward to that. You have no idea. Again, if you want to call in the show, and here's something else I think is cool. While we wait for people, we'll go to uh, TV's Blake Wally real quick. This is so interesting. Okay, in England right now, in England right now, they are now, just like we're seeing across the entire Commonwealth. All right, see these pop-ups really, or here it is. Four massive projects in Manchester are gonna go to the Chinese. They wanna pump millions into the North of England. Gee, why is that? Continue saying Chinese investors are being asked to pump cash in the greater Manchester developments. Uh, ministers and, and, and Xi Jinping, his cousins, everyone's coming there with hard hats and tool belts. Uh, Mike, isn't this just show that when they're not busy burning like the real America in, in all these woods, that they're going to go to the true England and just uh, totally mark, Marxism up the place, and just like they've done to New Zealand, to Australia, to Canada, which I can't even recognize anymore. They're now doing to the north of England in the Great Manchester. And I thought, you know, talk about Manchester and what they're doing there. Yeah, it's a wonderful city. I've been there three or four times over my lifetime. It's almost like you in Melbourne and you and you in Australia. Uh, I felt a special link there. But the Chinese are trying to get their claws into the city because it's it's developing. It's becoming very beautiful. It used to be, they used to my English friends used to call it the asshole of the world, <laughs> but it's now becoming a very nice, clean, gentrified city. Um, and and so what's happening is that the the Chinese are trying to get their claws into it as they are everything. So. You know, again, that you pump money in, you get leverage, you begin to take over the government. It's that's the the that's the process. The Chinese are very patient. It takes ten or twenty years, but that's that's the goal. And again, just want to say real quick on this this accusation against uh, against uh, President Trump. I mean, do the Democrats not have any other ideas besides this? I mean, they they rolled out all these women last time. Every single one of them was affiliated with a Democrat uh, activist or Democrat uh, political action committee in 2016. It didn't work then. And, you know, by the way, from the description, it sounds like he made out with this girl. I'm sorry, making out is not sexual assault. Sexual assault is something very much more severe than that. But you were talking about basically normal behavior between men and women in a bar is now being called sexual assault, which is, again, a, a line we need to draw on the sand. We need to not let them do that. I mean, look, I'm sorry. If, if you're walking through a bar and I'm drunk and I smack you on the ass or we're flirting and you don't like it, then it's your job to turn around and tell me don't do that again or I don't like it or would you knock it off? Give me a break. That's not sexual assault, but they're trying to make it into no. something like that. And and again, you're going to find out that this woman has some sort of affiliation with a Democrat candidate or a Democrat uh, organization, just like they all do. And if this stuff was true about Trump, we would have heard about it long that before 2015 true. when he declared that he was running for president. It's yeah. just, you know what it is? They're just trying to create a moral equivalent between Trump and Joe Biden, who is an absolute pervert and pedophile. That's what this is all about. Krista, Megan, Mike may be on to something again uh, that we could be seeing the uh, Stormy Daniels part dukes, as they say in French. And uh, that is disturbing. Uh, but I would say that if you're not a bad kisser, there would be no sexual assault involved. Just make sure you don't use too much tongue would be my uh, suggestion, my real deal suggestion of the day. And also, uh, here's someone that says, 
China is also moving into Scotland in a big way with the steelworks and railways. You know, that's disturbing, Kristen Megan. And we do have a caller. But I'll just close that off, Mike, by saying, again, I think the, the Chinese invasion of the, the northern part of England and England in general is going to put in dire straits a total reunion of Oasis. And I think the Chinese uh, involvement is going to totally prevent that. Uh, I do want to bring in a caller. I know uh, Blake is, uh, again, chomping at the seams uh, with a potential uh, uh, fan mail. Okay. You look very curious. Chopping at the bit. Um, Kristen, I'd like to hear you have any opinion about what I just said, or it looks like to me like you want to say something. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure we'll surprise a lot of people. I'm open about it. I am a sexual assault survivor, very violent sexual assault. However, as you guys know outside the show, I have a very dark humor. And I, I find a lot of issue with um people that yes, you can have memory, you can you can forget trauma and it can come back years later. I've had it happen to me. However, I have seen firsthand and women I say are the worst about this. Are people assaulted every day in this country? Yes, but you can't have regret or you can't, a lot of women will throw themselves at powerful and rich men. Maybe they're not attracted to, and then try to, you know, use their body or flirtation as a defense mechanism. That's how they deal with the uncomfortableness, but you cannot, you cannot blame the other person because of how you presented yourself, maybe because you wanted something in return and then you have regret and now it's sexual assault. I don't know this, right. story, but I do take issue with the fact that I think if you were if you were sexually assaulted by Donald Trump, your memories would surface after the previous accusations. Yeah. Well, the thing is too, Kristen, it's like, you know, women can get buyer's remorse. There's no way around that. I mean, you can be flirting with somebody, it's going great. And then I I can remember an incident with a, with a girl I was with and, you know, we were halfway through and all of a sudden she's like, oh, oh, wait a minute. I'm, you know, it triggered something. So this happens, but it's not sexual assault if basically you're in a bar flirting with a famous guy and then he tries to kiss you and oh, that's a step too far. That happens, but sometimes the girl doesn't realize it's a step too far until the moment. So again, I don't think it's very, it's very fair. I don't really want to get into the details. Yeah. I had a very uh, famous person um, touch my breasts and try to kiss me at one time. And um, yeah, they were not my type and they were old and short and not. Nope. And um, I Joe Pesci hit on you. And I, no, I'll tell you guys offline, but uh, <laughs> I, I instantly, yes, technically I, that I did not ask for it. It happened. However, I saw the intent was to see how, if I was going to give it back. And I just said, oh, no, thanks. Like, I got to go. And I didn't yeah. feel I was sexually assaulted because we were at a bar and I have a very funny personality. And sometimes this view is flirting. I took responsibility for how I may have projected myself. Mm -hmm. But I didn't feel assaulted in that situation. And I think that's what may have happened here. Well, yeah. And if he had come at you again mm -hmm. after you said, no, thanks, that would have been an issue. But again, it, these are just like, this is men and women not to use feeling each other out trying to figure out well am i really interested in this guy or is that guy really interested in me it's not it's just they're trying to criminalize normal behavior between men and women so guys i'm uh, real quick we're gonna go do some fan mail and then we'll actually bring in a a real live fan mail see how that works on the show after blake wally's little segment here that he rehearsed all day i hope I hoped. Yeah. Worked on this. We had a dress rehearsal earlier and uh, it just went completely terrible. Uh, let's try to do this real quick uh, while I still have the energy and wherewithal. All right. 
So here we go. I'm going to go to it right now. And, you know, uh, just to top off what you guys were talking about, to put my little two cents in there, uh, I think you both have valid points. Uh, anything that it, it's all about uh, what's wanted and not wanted. And uh, that's as, as safe as an opinion as I can give on that. But let's go to Blake. Uh, right here is Blake here. I think that's the next question. Look, kid, you want part or not? Okay, he's not here. Okay, uh, you know, he just got canned. Uh, so I'm going to do Blake. Oh, he is here. Oh, you are good. Thank you for crying out loud. Here you go. Are you there? Go ahead. All right. Starting with the top from yesterday's show from Jerome Cook. Most people don't know that the CDC has nothing to do with the American government, it is a private corporation. Very interesting. Right there. Check that out too. Uh, Airborne Ranger says China is not part of no, NATO. China is a, uh, China. Okay. Go ahead. Go on. China is not part of NATO. China is a communist nation, and therefore the enemy. This is so wrong at so many levels. Um, Coach Zazine, me downloading porn. I like how you put that in there and I didn't even see that, but go ahead. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Susie says, is it true that Governor Gretchen is the niece of George Soros? That's a question for um, Kristen there. Um, Stay Puff Marshmallow says, with Mike's dog, you should do Scooby Woo themed shirt and Blake as Shaggy. That would be uh, interesting uh, something to put in the shop. Um, Samantha says, all roads leading to China coincidence, they tend to be benefiting a lot from economic crisis worldwide, too. Yeah, they are buying up all kinds of stuff. Citizen Quasar says, faith in democracy destroyed America. Faith by rejecting reason, democracy by replacing individuals with collectives. Thinking these through, not that anyone thinks anymore. Make sure and check your premises. Is that it? And we have the uh, oh, yeah, second more. page. Yeah, more. So one more extension. Uh, this is an interesting point from Neo Khan here. It says, I don't trust the virologist from the uh, Chinese whistleblower, uh, mainly because we have already pointed the finger at the uh, CCP, and what is to gain from that is done and realized. The communist Chinese uh, are as bad, and we already know that. But what does uh, this create a potential for open conflict, which favors the deep state, and her choice of words, quote, Frankenstein, opens the door for the deep state, claiming that it's mutated, and we now have to lock down again. Meaning okay. we can't go vote, meaning the open sure. election theft. Interesting point. I, I, you know, I hate to be a party pooper, but we're going to have to end that segment uh, immediately. And thank you for playing. Uh, you might want to just, uh, I'm going to have to turn you off. Something happened. All right, thank you for coming, uh, Blake, and we'll see you again. And uh, it was really nice of you. Uh, so, you know, you just, the, the uh, segment, I couldn't get, Again, Mike, this these uh, viruses uh, don't seem to end at the the COVID nineteen. They just come in the computer technical form. But in continuing, a lot of them on Pornhub, Dean. You see, you know that comment is uh, totally false. Uh, I, I don't even know how that got in there, but I know who put it on there. Uh, so, anyways, we'll deal with that in uh, the the human resources aspect after the show. But but I do want to bring on uh, another fan mail. Uh, Uncle Tifa, how you doing? Uh, hey, welcome to the show, and uh, thanks for joining us for lunch today. <laughs> and oh, look at that! Yeah, this is Scott Weiland, which, by the way, was my number two choice in our poll. If you recall, uh, 
yeah, it was, should have been number one, but it can't, you know, I can't say that, you know, Mick Jagger had no influence, but that was uh, my number two. And I think he's one of the greatest uh, frontmen of all time and Thank band you. too. So kudos to you. Uh, so yeah. What do you think about that? Un Uncle chief? What do you think about this stormy Daniels part two and, and, and China now moving in Manchester and uh, these DE W weapons, space, space wars. I mean, this is insane. This, this time that we're living in. I, I just want to say first and foremost, uh, I'm so happy for you, uh, Dean and Blake that, you guys met, uh, met your quota and you can get out of there now. Um, oh, you're. Oh, he's oh. time traveling. <laughs> warping. Um, but I, but um, uh, I, I wanted to ask Mike and Megan, um, have you guys ever heard about the, the TR-3B Astra, the, uh, the black ops? Uh, I guess it's like, you know, anti-matter uh, ship. I've, I've seen a lot of things on YouTube about it and I, I'm very interested in it. Do you think like the thing that happened in, in the North of, um, of England and uh, I think it's happening, it might've happened in Beirut. There was speculation. Do you guys have any, uh, uh, anything to add about that? Cause I'm very interested in that subject. Uh, he's off too. Huh, Megan? Can you hear me? All right. All right. The TR3B. The TR sorry. TR-3B is triangular-shaped um, aircraft that's commonly... I think it's a helicopter carrier, primarily. It's its uh, commonly mistaken for a UFO. It does use some electrified leading-edge technology to reduce the amount of fuel load and to make it fly a little bit faster than it would otherwise fly. It's a very sophisticated uh, craft, but it's, it's triangular shape. It's frequently mistaken for a UFO. It's not a UFO. It's a secret project that's been public for over 20 years now. So it's actually really old technology. Um, and the other thing, again, I'm just going to remind everybody, if it's shaped like a disc, it's probably one of theirs. If it's shaped like a Dorito, it's probably one of ours because we've been working on these triangle-shaped UFO-type craft for a long time. So that's what I know about it, and I don't get excited about it anymore. Megan, you know anything about it? Uh, yeah, I used to actually see this stuff in Illinois when I lived there um, well over a decade ago. Um, <clears throat> I know that uh, – okay, I can't say too much about certain aircraft just because it's still tied to my military service. But I know that they've gone a long way to try to implement further um, dangerous combat systems. I mean, through plasma arcs, different things that, again, like we keep bringing up the Star Wars references. People joke, but this technology is being developed. And it wouldn't surprise me if it is. And I think the goal is to do this from an aerial perspective and a vehicle, ground vehicle perspective. And um, I'm glad you actually brought this up because I'm not legally allowed to initiate the conversation, but I can respond to certain aspects of the conversation. I have, I have seen on, on YouTube, I've seen like, I've seen one pull up, like it, I think it was a soldier's video and it just like shot like a lightning bolt, like plasma discharge. It just lit up everything and just blew everything up. And if we really have that, People, uh, China better look out. <laughs> uh, Uncle Tifa, we're kind of short on time, but yeah, hey, thanks for calling in. And uh, long live Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, uh, every song they did, Scott Weiland and uh, Chester Bennington, who was a singer uh, for a very short time. So thank you for calling in. And uh, hopefully we'll see you again tomorrow. And uh, we got one more caller calling in. We have one more, and then we're going to say good night to everybody and good luck. Uh, JS Pop, real quick. We have about a minute. Thank you for calling in. What's what's on your mind? 
Well, first, I just wanted to throw out a caveat to Mike that uh, back in the 80s, smacks in the butt, got a pass. But yeah. Once not yeah, and I mean, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying these, these things were generally handled by men and women in bars previously, and that's the way they should be handled now. I mean, to, to accuse somebody of sex, sexual assault, as Kristen pointed out, is a completely different thing than smacking a girl's ass in a bar and being told to knock it off. Or, you know, I mean, again, if you're out of line, other guys in the bar will come to the lady's defense typically. And it just, it just seems, uh, it seems like the standard is gotten ridiculous. I mean, basically if you, if you smacked a girl's butt in a bar today and she decided to push it, you could be labeled as a sex offender for the rest of your life. And that is utterly ridiculous. So again, it's part of it is to make money for the, the, uh, the courts and things like that, but it's just really gotten silly i think jazz pop we're gonna have to leave it there we are literally uh, running in overtime and they're about to put the uh curtain call on me thank you for calling in we'll talk to you soon guys uh wh what can i say i think we've covered just uh about everything from uh star wars space wars sexual assault uh <laughs> chinese and manchester to uh you know fries electronics at this point here's one thing here uh we have a comment uh slightly salty again says Ladies also need to know how to handle a, what is that word? Uh, oh, a hole. Uh, we are not delicate flowers. That is uh, truly a statement. Every flower, every rose has its thorn from what I hear. And uh, here's another one. It says, Allison Bell, one, smack on the butt equals elbow in the diaphragm. Uh, I don't know. That sounds like it would hurt, Kristen Megan. It sounds like you have a killer sharp elbow. I wouldn't want to receive one in the diaphragm from you. And uh, last one here, and before we say sign off, uh, just saw four dudes walking by with black hoodies and backpacks. I'm glad they kept walking. Well, thank God, Glenn, you didn't get smacked in the ass by them. That would be terrible. Anyways, uh, guys, I think we're going to have to leave it there. Oh, I, this one's too good to pass up. I slapped a girl's butt in a bar once, says Citizen Quasar. She turned around and slapped me in the face. Case closed. Uh, wow. Yeah. Well, must have been a hard slap. Guys, any final <laughs> thoughts on this uh, wonderful, weird uh, show today? Yeah, I just want to answer that question that came up in the comments. Um, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, it, her, she's not related to George Soros. I don't really know how that originated. However, you should look into her father's past as a CEO of Blue Cross Blue Shield because her rulings and her issues tied to insurance companies should be investigated. And her mom, I believe, was like an assistant attorney general. Um, I just want to close out with saying uh, happy birthday to football. The NFL is celebrating exactly 100 years and uh, painted my nails blue for the Chicago Bears. So you got two uh, Ohio teams playing tonight. So let's, you know, I support it. I don't give a shit if they kneel or not. Or I, I just love football. Indeed, indeed. My, and Mike's a huge uh, football fan. I don't believe the Bears is his uh, team of preference. But, uh, Mike, how are you celebrating today's uh, well, football anniversary? The Bears, to me, are just the team the Seahawks step over on the way to the playoffs every year. So <laughs> I, I don't like the Seahawks, worry about but... the Bears. Oh, um, no, I am, you know, Dean, I am a huge football fan, but honestly, with all this political crap going on, I care less about football this year than I have ever cared in my life. I mean, you're talking to a guy who went to the first Seahawks game ever in the kingdom, a preseason game. I saw the first pass that Jim Zorn ever completed to Steve Largent. So I have been a huge football fan since 
Well, I'm going to tell you how old I am now since I saw Joe Namath beat my Baltimore Colts in the Super Bowl. So I'm old. And I've been a football. Again, I, I do care about this stuff. The politis politicization of football is really sucking. It's really been bad. The ratings were really bad this last weekend. If they continue in that vein, um, I believe we, you know, I believe the NFL will back off. I hope that they back off and become more politically neutral. And uh, ultimately, though, it's possible this could lead to the removal, the ouster of Roger Goodell, which I think would be the best thing for the game of football. I'd make a much better commissioner than Roger Goodell. I mean, this is a guy literally who finds 75,000 guys, $75,000 because they got blocked into another guy face first. And so he find him $75,000 for helmet to helmet contact. This guy has has feminized football. He's ruining the sport. And I don't understand the reason why. I mean, 70% of men watch the NFL and they realize that's all they're going to get. The other 30% are cucks and they're not going to watch football. And, and so they have to appeal to women. So they have to cut down on the injuries and they have to like take the violence out of the game because they think that appeals to women. No, women like the game the way it was because they like to watch masculine dudes kicking ass on a football field. So anyway, make me the commissioner, get rid of Roger Goodell. I am probably going to be watching the game tonight, although I'm going to hate myself for doing it. But yeah, um, yeah. that's how I felt watching the Seahawks. I did watch it. I hated myself for doing it. Can I it. just quickly throw in one last thing? I oh, know please, we're yes, time. yes. Go ahead, Real Christian. Quick, you know, I get it. There's a lot of people protesting because this, I've been sitting for the anthem since 2010 before it was cool. That's a show for another day. But my biggest issue with the NFL is their continuous military recruitment. I think it's disgusting to use the military and further this disgusting agenda through our irrational offense of the military and try to recruit it and tie it in with American right. football. It's crap. Right. Well, there's a whole uh, reason for that. I think we cover, we'll have to do a sports show, which I'm glad sure. you're teasing. And I don't want you to say anymore because we, we want to tease people as, as teasers of, of this sports like show. A weekend special to me to talk about sports. Yeah. 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 We're, we're, we're actually, okay. I'll just give it away. We are developing a, a, a uh, sports special, a real deal media sports special that we're uh, going to be putting together here any uh, week now uh, in the next two weeks, actually, if you want to just get down to it. But so I'm glad you brought this up. It's such an antagonizer. I love it. And a saleswoman. I love it. But uh, indeed, we'll, we'll get into all the minutia of football or as I call it, the CFL, the, the Chinese Football League. But I do want to end on a good note of uh, right now on the uh, Dean Ryan TV community page, we have a poll going. We have, well, I believe we have two, right? We have two uh, TVs, Blake Wally. Uh, three overall, right? Three. Well, I'm so glad I asked the man who has the answers. Uh, so right now we have a, a real, who deserves the real deal? Subpoena Colada. We have uh, names of uh, uh, Obama. We have Biden up there. And we have uh, Susan Rice, uh, Loretta Lynch. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have that, actually. Thank you. So we have that going. And then we have another poll going, I believe, between Mike and myself uh, coming down to death blows of uh, the the best female singers of all time. And it is a, a neck neck or is, I'm not sure. You'll have to find out. Yeah, you go to Dean Ryan TV, all these polls are open still. And we're gonna name the winner of the female contest, the top five, I believe this Saturday night live that, that Mike Bear is hosting. And then the subpoena Colada, we're gonna name the winner of that next week on the after party. So that's all I have to say. I'm just being a cruise director here and thank you for joining us on this real deal report live that just went all sorts of directions. I'm quite confused on what today's show was about because I couldn't tell you. So thank you for joining us and uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. Same time, same channel, different shirt and different background.
All right. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Real Deal Report. Come see more at our website, realdealmedia.com.